running through the sand. I was thinking there's no way to easily do this. <laughs> this is fun. Slow and steady. Stop for an interview. Quick interview. Get on the podcast. <laughs> Get on the pod. Yeah, Cassie. You got this. Oh, yeah. Good rebound. I'm going to go see what the temperature of that water is. Oh, wow. Really? You're going in? I might. Yeah. It's fucking dying. Yeah, man. You're doing good. There's a guy behind you. Costa's behind you. Go, go, go. Oh my god, Costa's gonna pass me. Oh, don't worry, go. Welcome to the Lantern Rouge audio newsletter, aka the LRCX pod. This is episode five, and can you believe it? This weekend was the final O Cup of the 2019 Cyclocross campaign in Ontario. After this week, we turn our attention to provincials, nationals, and of course, Ontario's CX crown jewel, the Silver Goose, for Pan Ams in a few weeks. But before we get to all of that, shout out to the sponsors, Pilot Coffee Roasters, Easton Cycling, Bolle, Liberty Cyclery, Ace Hill, and Toronto Movement Therapy. I saw Kirsten at TMT a couple of years ago. Had a lower back thing going on, and uh, she was great. The space is super welcoming, and I was given a slew of exercises that got me back on the bike in no time. Well, let's get at it. First run back in 2016, the enthusiastic organizers of Dam Cross quickly became a staple on the Ontario scene. They added Mad Cross to make it a back-to-back weekend in Woodstock and built a flyover with the help of their lumber sponsor to add to the party. Along with the Baywatch-themed beach sections of the course, racers had tons to deal with for this double header. We caught up with Michael Jaffrey, one of the organizers and fellow competitors, and had a chat about what it takes to get a cross race off the ground. We're here with Michael Jaffrey, organizer of Mad Cross and Dam Cross back-to-back weekends. Tell me a little bit, give me an insight of what it really takes to put something like this on. Uh, a lot of friends, a lot of people that you can count on. The It's a, a lot of administration work, um, just setting everything up. But when it comes down to it, Friday, even the weekend before setting up the flyover, we have like five guys out, six guys out. Plus this year we had a, one of our friends who's a farmer had a tractor to help us put it together, which saved a lot of our backs. Um, but then Friday setting up, you know, five people to, to follow us, hammering in stakes all day and just putting in the hours because they love the sport just as much as I do. So it's, uh, yeah, so. if you have... Uh, Friends to count on. Uh, do you know if that rider went for the Very, very important here. He's getting yeah. a lot of radio. Oh, I just muted them. This is more important. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, but and then and then at the end of the weekend, what what does it mean to you after you've seen everyone come out and have a ton of fun? Uh, it's I get the the same experience I got the very first day. I, I remember the first time I organized the race, the M3s and E4s went off at the same time that, that those years, but it was just a rush of exhilaration of like holy. Like, I can swear, holy shit, this is happening, this is amazing. Like, and it was, yeah, I still get it every day. It's just the whole race coming together. And as soon as it starts racing, it's like, I did this, this is great. Like, and it's not just me, obviously. It's the volunteers and everybody that puts the whole thing together. But, and then, you know, it, I had a couple of people come up to me yesterday, like, thanking me for what we do. But again, it's like it's all for nothing without the racers, without a, a strong uh, community in Ontario that's going to come out to every race and help have fun with us and help support us. It's yeah, it's all for nothing. So nice. thank you. Nice. 
Sunday's O-Cup races saw the course run backwards to Saturday's event, a fun quirk that shifted the racing line and changed the flow. Let's hear from Spags about his time on the course. Here we are with Mike Spagnola. Just finished his race, M3. How was it? That was hard. Really, really hard. What's the course like out there? Uh, the grass is great. It's very rideable. The sand is just punishing, though. It's so long, and it forces you off the bike. There's no good line through it, and it's just going to get worse and worse throughout the day. You rode yesterday, or you raced yesterday. The course was in reverse. How did you feel about that? Uh, yesterday was a lot a lot better. Definitely way more rideable than it was today. Uh, the weather's much better today, though, and I'm feeling that Embro kick in. Nice. Uh, how many beers are we thinking before the single speed race? Uh, you know what? I don't know if I can do the single speed race. I don't even know if I can walk over to get my single speed bike. So I, I might might call it a, a weekend. So in that case, we're probably talking seven, eight beers then. Y easy. Easy. Well, seven, eight beers if I was racing. So we're thinking like oh. nine to 12. <laughs> Perfect. Enjoy it. Thanks. This week, Nick of LR was bested for the first time by Matisse of Handsome Boys Cycling Club. Let's hear from him along with some more sounds from earlier in the day. All right, a little race report. Matisse, how'd you do out there? Oh, pretty good. It's my first time beating Nick in a race, so that's always a bonus, yeah. What did you think, what did you bring to the table today that Nick didn't maybe? Uh, I think I probably had more beers yesterday than he did, so that might have helped. Yeah. I had two, two french fries on two separate occasions, so that was pretty good. Nice. What do you think of the course? Uh, it's fun. Lots of sand, um, lots of running. Uh, it's better than yesterday. I like it. It's the reverse. Yeah, I, I hear there's more flow in the course. Would you say that's true today? I would say that's true, yes. Yeah. What yeah. you what you paint this week? Anything of note? We're painting. Uh, finishing up, uh, yeah, Beautiful Bomb. We're oh. finishing up for Above Category. We do a ton of work for them. Um, we've got a few Ellis's going out the door for uh, Dave Wages in Wisconsin. I saw a couple head badges getting cooked up too. Head badges, yeah, for who's that? Uh, Independent Fabrications uh, and NYC Velo are doing, a, a, I think, a gravel bike collaboration of sorts. So I don't know. We don't often know the details, so we just get asked to... Uh, you know, do do our part of a, a certain project. Yeah, just take the money and take the money do and run. Told. You know, yeah. yeah, just fill our pockets. That's what we're here for. I gave that wasp a power flick. It's like, All right, right, visor, visor, make some moves, visor. Keep that chain on. You're losing ground on the other visor. You're losing the guy in the Hawaiian shirt. You ready to go go for a swim? I'm ready to go for a swim. I'm ready to run through the sand. I maybe even go on the beach a little bit. I forgot my suit, which is a little bit of a problem, but other than that, I think we're ready to go. All right, let's party. The E3 race was top shelf, with the one and only Hinkle and the other one and only Joel accepting my media requests and took the time for some seriously mediocre interviews. What are you doing right now? What are you doing? I am changing my pedal so it has power meter on it. Whoa. Do you, you think you need that? No, because I want to know what my little power I have. Okay. Are you racing again today? Yep. Single speed. Oh, wow. Tell me again what you ate yesterday. Uh, beef. Lots of beef. Lots of beef. Did you, did you think that was a good idea for your performance today? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nicole.
Here we are with Joel. Anderson, when was, when was the last time you did a cross race, Joel? Well, I've been uh, I've been at midweek all all season. So you've been doing midweeks. You've been getting ready. No, no, no. I didn't say I've been getting ready. I said I've just been at midweek. Fair enough. How are you feeling about racing today? Uh, terrible, but uh, I'm gonna throw down in uh, in a white jersey to really uh, make people think I'm prepared. You know, the white jersey is historically the leader of the young man's competition. Do you consider yourself a young man? Sure. Yes. Yes. I'm, uh, I'm hoping to be uh, adopted by the DeGroote family. I think that's a sponsorship deal you can get into. The ladies of Lantern Rouge, Pauline, Katie, and Steph, rep the women's field, whereas Jen Jackson continued to play lap the field. Here's Jen, Katie, a whole bunch of Stephs, and Taryn from Faction Smile Tiger. <laughs> Here we are with three Stephs. How's every Steph doing? This Steph is pretty amazing. This Steph's doing pretty well. This Steph's a little nervous. Are you guys looking for a big result today or what? I think so. I think by the fact that every other girl is um, warming up right now and we're standing here watching people die in the sand. Yeah, I think we're all looking for a you know, podium or something near there. Yep, top five. You're speaking for the group? I think so. <laughs> How you doing out there? How you feeling? I'm good, thanks. <laughs> Let me throw a stick in her spokes. You guys are having too much fun. Hey, Suze, one more lap. How do Locker. you feel? No Locker. fucking Locker. way, man. <laughs> uh, I'm wearing my Lantern Rouge t-shirt and shorts here, enjoying a nice day on the beach. Exactly. Climate change. Yeah. <laughs> Climate change. This is a serious issue. You should, you should ask people about their political yeah. stance. Oh, my God. That sounds like a really good idea. Is everyone voting tomorrow? Are you voting? Of course. I wait. I don't do advanced polls because I love the, the like, excitement of going on actual voting day. Yeah. Jen, are you voting? I did the advanced polls because I don't like waiting in lines. Smart. Are you voting, Suze? I get through. Mm, it's overrated. Wow, okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, big trouble, big trouble. It's not going to Don't worry about it. Keep the lantern around. Jennifer Jackson. Yeah! Quick, take the cookie. I really wish this music wasn't playing. Yeah, I know. It's okay, so inspiring. Katie, how was your race today? My race was hard. Yeah, there's it a lot was, of sand. It was a lot of sand, but it was fun. Yeah. It was a good time. You know what my favorite part was? The heckle from the Lantern Rouge tent. That's kind of what we're known like for. I felt like there was like a lot of competition, rivalry between Pauline and I today. Ooh. We had a good battle. We had a good little battle there. Yeah, it was fun. Different strengths. Different what? Different strengths. Katie is a much more technical rider. She killed the sand, and that's where she would catch me. And then I'd be like, <laughs> power, power on the fly. And then I was like, ooh, this part looks like the road. I'll just accelerate. <laughs> See ya. You know who really motivated me today it was Pamela Anderson. I just yeah. looked at her, looked at her breasts, and I was like, I'm coming. I'm coming, Pam. Kid Rock. I'm coming, Pam. Don't even know who Kid Rock is. Get on the pod. Okay. How how was that out there? How'd you feel? I felt good today compared to yesterday. What was yesterday? Despite me and my fumbling over there. What was yesterday like? Yesterday was painful. They flipped the course, right? Yes. Less flow. What was what was it about it that was just so much worse? I don't know if there's less flow. I kind of liked it better today. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Today had better flow. Yes. Nice. Well, where are you racing next week? KWCX. Oh. Maybe TOCX. I keep asking people if they're coming to KWCX, and they're like, oh, I'm saving myself for Toronto. That's not fair. It's not fair. Come to Kitchener. Are you Kitchener native, local? Yes. So give me your like pitch to come to KWCX. What, what is it about that race? It's another chill race, just like this one. Yeah. I saw the commissaires with the with the tape measures out, so it was probably a good oh, call. I know, blazers. You know, these, you? these guys, it's like you know, you see them on a, you see them in the regular day, they're like sweeping floors. Stick a blazer on them, and suddenly they're like running the show. Yeah, that might be better though. Like to give them an armchair, maybe they'd relax a little bit. Maybe, maybe that's the issue is that they have nowhere to sit down. They just need some, they just need some respite, you know? Like just a place to like, cool, those take the tension away. Those pleated khakis look pretty uncomfortable. It's true. We're giving them some like, some good sliders, you know, some like orthopedic sliders. You know, they just like ease those things. Sure, they gotta be. They're probably walking with clenched toes all day. And there we have it, episode five in the books, along with the 2019 CX regular season. We now look forward to our proverbial playoffs, the trifecta of triumph with a trophy of a goose at the finish line. But let's not get too ahead of ourselves. We've got a few weekends to go with nationals in Peterborough and provincials this Sunday at Centennial Park in Toronto. Catch us next week where we'll recap midweek's TOCX along with a special grassroots event that sounds as crazy as its name. It's Track Lacrosse. Can't wait. One year I fell into water. What? Yeah, I hit the log coming off this way and just like, boom. Oh, because we used to have a log over. Yeah, yeah. I hit that. It was like one of my first races and I just went in half into the water and it's cold. It is cold. And you may have gotten an infection from that. Yeah. <laughs> How are we feeling for this week? Uh, probably the least prepared I've ever felt in my life to be on a bicycle. Really? You know what is, you know what is prepared? <laughs> Your fucking excuses.